Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. It's Kinkle Fritz, and if you missed today's show, this is cool. All the fun stuff that happened on the show in one podcast. It's Kinkle Fritz and Friends. You almost broke up because, or maybe you didn't even start dating because. <laughs> if you got a story, it's 888-888-9976. I shared how my wife almost broke up with me when we were dating because we had the whole staff sing happy birthday to her. I didn't know that would embarrass her. Or, oh my goodness. That is the worst. Uh, Lesson learned. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Not even free cake makes up for that. Before, before Jason and I started dating, we were with some friends and I told... I remember it was such a goofy, obvious joke that he legitimately did not get. He didn't understand the punchline. And it was so silly and so obvious. <laughs> and when he asked me out, I actually thought back to that moment and went, can I do this the rest of my <laughs> life potentially? <laughs> Tell jokes to somebody who doesn't get them, even you know, when the punchline is obvious? Uh, <laughs> I'm actually coming to your side, Misty. <laughs> okay. Well, because, you know, I mean, maybe that sounds kind of cruel, but you're thinking, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person that doesn't understand this. Now, here's the thing. So I will defend my husband. He is a very smart person, but for whatever reason, like kind of goofy, obvious things like that, it doesn't click immediately with him. Um, especially if you tell it in an offhanded way. So I do have a habit of telling jokes that sound like they're an right. actual story. Mm-hmm. So he's involved in the story and he doesn't realize there's a punchline. But yeah, at first I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I, I jumped to a little bit of a judgment there you know? about the brain power happening. <laughs> <laughs> or not happening. <laughs> and you know what? And you fell in love with him. I did. Despite, despite all that. Isn't it wonderful that God gives you the grace? <laughs> yes. To somehow smooth over those things. Oh, I'm telling and, you. And then, but it does, it may come back and, you know, and later on in your relationship, and you're like, okay, Lord, I need more of that grace again. <laughs> you ever want to talk? Our number is 888 Love to hear from you. What's going on? And you were calling about a talent show. Now, what's going on here? So my son is 15 now, but when he was second grade, school was put on a talent show. And he is a sports kid through and through. But he came home one day and he's like, Mom, I'm going to dance in the talent show. And I said, well, that's really interesting. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah. And um, he goes, well, Mom, my two friends, they're, um, they're twins, they're boy and girl. He goes, Mom, they go to a piano place and their piano place is closing and they don't get to have their recital. They don't get to do their last like piano concert. He goes, but if they do the talent show, then they can have their last concert. Oh. But if we don't get enough people for the talent show, then they can't do that either. So (sighs) I'm going to sign up because I think they really need to be in the talent show so they can show everybody how they can play the piano. So wait a second. Your son gets in this talent show to dance to help his friends (laughs) play piano. (laughs) Yes. I like it. It's amazing. So I always thought it was great because, I mean, you don't have to be interested in what your friends are interested in. Right. But if you're interested in your friend, then, you, you know, you do them. like what you can so that way you can have something great. I love that. That's sweet. Man. <laughs> that was always, that comes up on my Facebook memory, one memories every once in a while of him just up there dancing. And I would say, do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so now I want to know, uh, how did he do in the talent show? Yeah. 
If you happen to have children, are they ready for the world? It's Kankel Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Saw this article from an HR director. And basically he was talking about how a lot of these entry-level, you know, kids that are out of even out of college or whatever, still know some basic skills. Mm, I believe that. I do. I know, and I thought it was interesting. And so these were some of the recommendations. I thought these were really good. Listen to this. Have your kids conduct basic internet research for you. Like if there's a problem, hey, have them Google it for you. I like that. that, Yeah, get them used to doing that. I also thought this was interesting. Having them call tech support anytime something goes down. Oh, if we had children, they might do better than me because I just yell, agent, agent. (laughs) Uh, Also, suggestion of having them make their own appointments. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, setting up their own, you know, haircut or doctor or dentist appointment. I think that would have been helpful for me. I still get anxiety calling to do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Well, I get. I mean, yeah. you're talking to the outside world. That can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. And uh, you know what? It reminds me of something that I that I heard real. That was very profound. I think it was from Dr. Randy. And that your job as a parent is to raise an independent adult. Mm. Yeah. Which, when you put it that way, I think about all the things that I do to enable my children to stay where they are. I could be doing some of these things that helps them be independent. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you've never called tech support until you left the house, would you be afraid to? Yes. <laughs> I can answer that. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> you want to chime in, you can call us 888-888-9976. Experience Hope. Family Life Radio. Well, more than likely, you have regrets. Uh, I think we all have. We've made mistakes. We've done things we don't really are. We're not proud of. And there's shame involved in that. So this is awesome. We have a book for you, Break Up With What Broke You, How God Redeems and Rewrites Your Story. We have Christian Bevere with us this morning. I assume this has to do with you and your story originally. It does. And some people are wondering, is it all about relationship breakups? It's not. But when I was getting ready to release this message, and mostly the heart is to help all women, but especially younger women, just know that your worth is not in your past. It's not in your mistakes. It's in actually who God calls you to be. And I just related so much to the boyfriend that you dated. Um, maybe Sally and I can agree with this. Mike, he might not understand, but the boyfriend you dated where your mom, your friends are all like, this guy's bad news. Like you need to break it off. And you know it deep down, but something in you just has a hard time breaking free. And that idea happens when it comes to our regrets, our shame, you know, comparison, anxiety. Sometimes we know we need to make a change, but we don't know how to make that first step. And I hope that this book is a peer-to-peer allowance really for other women and, and men alike too, to know you can take that first step and you know, redemption is available to all who call on Christ. Jennifer is with us. Tell us your story. Yeah, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and it had taken me so that I'm blind for eight months. Oh, wow. Man. And I went to a praise and worship night and it was the first time, honestly, that I went just to praise and worship God with a friend. Mm. I didn't go to church to ask him for anything, beg him to heal me as I'd been doing. And 
I sat in the second row as I normally do because I could never see the words on the screen. And it wasn't even my church. I just closed my eyes and sang the song. All of a sudden, I opened my eyes and I could see every word on the screen. Wow. I love that. And I've been singing ever since. That is awesome. Yes. You know, like I've said before, I've heard story after story, people getting healed during praise and worship. Mm-hmm. There's something, I think that maybe it is that you, you said I didn't ask for healing. I was just there praising right. God. And I think right. there's something about offering up that sacrifice of praise. Mm. Yes. And sometimes it is a sacrifice because you don't feel like doing it, you're doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. That somehow brings heaven down. Well, you know, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and I think Amen. that Amen. at a moment like that, it, it's just a complete at peace with life on earth as as you know it at this very moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's total surrender. Right. I don't know. I got to a place that I knew God was more important than anything, even sickness and disease. I love that. You know? That is beautiful. Yeah. Well, it may not involve healing. Maybe it does. But what is your good news? What's God doing in your life? Give us a call. 888-888-9976. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends. Good morning. Maybe you have noticed that your loving husband, your loving wife is trying very hard to help you be aware of some behaviors, helping you become a better person. This sounds like a nice little disclaimer on the front end. Yes, you might consider it that. I uh, had surgery a few weeks ago, nothing big, like an outpatient thing, but the doctor did warn me that I was going to be very tired for a few weeks. And when I'm tired, essentially I'm like a five-year-old who needs a nap. I'm super, super, super grouchy. And I don't always see that I'm being very grouchy. Um, My husband will notice though. And after a few days of him trying to, he was like, I don't don't wanna be, you know, insensitive. I know you're tired, but you're a little snippy lately. Mm. And w- one day, I uh, he came into the the bedroom. I was just waking up from a nap, actually, and he had a little sign with him. And he said, "So I I thought this might help you, and I, I wanted to. I, I want you to look at this first thing every morning and just you know really like read it, take it in, meditate on it, think right. about it. I thought it was going to be a scripture, an affirmation, something like that. And then he hung it up." And uh, it just says, don't be a jerk. <laughs> the sign says, don't, don't be, be a jerk. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was his funny way of saying, hey, chill out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got, I got to know. The loved ones in your life, have they ever done something like this? 888 Now I got to ask, did it help? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I do see it first thing when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's National Sleep in Public Day, just kind of a goofy thing. I love that there's and, nothing we won't celebrate. Right. <laughs> so we're asking you, where have you slept in public? 888 Aaron is with us from Michigan. How about yourself? My daughter last year at six years old was able to sleep in the front row of a 10 Talents and Sanctus Real concert. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh-huh. I'm impressed. And my son at four years old was able to sleep through an entire race at Michigan International Speed during NASCAR Cup Series race. <laughs> what is it about NASCAR races? Yeah, we just had somebody else call in with that. People are snoozing <laughs> through these things. That's amazing. Did it? Wow. I feel really bad for Sanctus Real. <laughs> I know. Here's this kid in the front row. 
<laughs> Out cold. Yeah. That's really got to boost your confidence as a performer. <laughs> Family Life Radio. Time for that joy report. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this feeling take control. Hey, tell us what's bringing you joy. Our number is 888-888-9976. Tian is with us. Tell us what's going on. Well, last night, I get a knock on my door and my horses are out. Oh, horses. Your horses got out? Yes, and that they are across the road. Oh, oh no. no. How many horses got out? Three. Well, it's 10 o'clock at night and very, very dark. I said a little prayer and said, God, you got to help me because it's blacker and black and my horse is black. So I said a prayer and went out and I said, it's really black. So I went out and got a rope, went over there and some kids had driven up and they shined the light and I could see. So I walked over and thank you, Jesus. My horse came up. I put my rope around her and the rest of them followed and we put them back in the pen. Oh, Oh, that's great. And I said, God, you're so good to me all the time. Just wanted to give you my joy. Oh, I love that. That's good. The kids in the car said, I think she's a horse whisperer. I said, no, (laughs) it's all God. Oh, (laughs) wow. That's fantastic. So anyway, there's my report and I just wanted to share it with you guys. Did you figure out how they got out? Yeah. There was a fence that had not been hooked properly by a... I'm not going to say who. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I just... Wanted to tell you, it was kind of fun. Absolutely. So what is bringing you joy? Give us your joy report right now at 888-888-9976. National Fall Asleep in Public Day. Kinkle Fritz and friends with you on Family Life Radio. Finding out where you fell asleep in public. Steve is with us. Tell us. So I work for uh, the fire department. You know, when you are getting ready to go to a call, I mean, getting up in the middle of the night, and sometimes you've gotten up a lot of times in the middle of the night. Sure. Sometimes you may or may not fall asleep on the way to the call. (laughs) And sometimes that call might be just someone needing to get picked up out of bed. Sometimes it may or may not be a, a fire that you fall asleep on the way to. With the sirens blaring? Oh yeah, you're going like 60, 70 miles per hour, siren air horns, and then you wake up. The protective clothing we wear is basically like a blanket around you. Yeah, nice and cozy. Nice and cozy, it's warm, and then all of a sudden you hear the air brakes stop and you realize Uh. you're at the scene and you have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Wow. Maybe after a while you get used to the adrenaline, Mm -hmm. you get used to what you might be heading into, and so... Maybe you don't need to be as mentally prepared. And and good golly, you're exhausted, apparently. Apparently, yes. (laughs) Now, you said that this may happen multiple times throughout the night. Is that it, too, that you've been woken up to go to several different emergencies? And so that's just compounding the issue? Yeah, I mean, there's some nights where you'll get up like four or five times between midnight and 6 a.m. So if that happens, then body is really good at catching what sleep it can. Because you got to get back and get back to sleep as soon as you can once you get back to the station. Well, we have the utmost respect for you having to wake up multiple times. Thank you for what you do. Yeah, yeah, here we are just snoozing like (laughs) snug as a bug. And you're you're keeping us safe. So thank you. We really appreciate you. You're welcome. Thanks for uh, keeping the airways positive. Well, that's assistance of all our listeners that give. So thank you for doing that. Thanks so much for joining us for the podcast today. If you ever miss the show, this is the easiest way to hear what happened.
And remember, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook too, FLR Mornings for both. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast, heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.